You're listening to the Cornerstone Buzzcast, a ministry resource of Cornerstone Church in Auburn, Alabama. Welcome back to week two here of the Cornerstone Buzzcast. We appreciate y'all tuning in with us, uh, and hopefully you got a chance to go back and listen to the first week between Rusty and I, where we really spent some time talking about the why behind the what. Uh, But this week, I am joined by Suzanne Corson, our Director of Groups Ministry. Good morning, Suzanne. Hello. How are you? Why are you laughing? Because I was about to say whoop whoop, but I know you always make fun of me. Yeah, that don't do that. Because I'm embarrassing. But (laughs) I am doing great. How are you, Marcus? I am very good. I'm very good. Like Suzanne said, I'm Marcus. For those of you who don't know, I'm the Director of Student Ministry here at Cornerstone. Uh, And so we really thought it would be a great opportunity as we begin this season of the podcast Uh, to spend some time talking about this series that we are just about to wrap up, which is this blessed series that we have been working through, uh, and talk more practically about what it looks like for us to live this out in our lives. And so to this morning, I'm going to be talking to Suzanne a little bit about what does it look like to begin with prayer? Um, And so we know that that's the first part of of the acronym BLESS that we have been working through. Um, But, you know, even if B wasn't the first part, it would still be most important to start with prayer, right? To begin with prayer. And so Mm -hmm. the first question that I have for you this morning, Suzanne, and I think we chose Suzanne because Suzanne's like the czar of prayer around here. Is that why? Because I'm very needy and realize I can't do anything. So you pray a lot? Well, then I guess we all need to be more needy if that's what you're saying. Yeah, It's out of desperation. That's a good place to be praying out of. Yes, it is. Most of the Psalms are out of desperation. Yes, that's how I've grown. That's right. Exactly. So so as we dive in this morning, Suzanne, um, I just wanted to first off ask you this question of like, we know it's important to start with prayer. Like Mm -hmm. we all understand that. uh, But really, why is that so important? Yes. Well, I think when we get to the basics of it, Jesus began with prayer. Um, And I mean, in Luke 6, I think it's 12 and 13, before he calls his disciples Mm -hmm. and, you know, goes to them and asks them, before that, he goes to a mountainside and he prays to God to ask, you know, who it is that he needs to be calling in that. And I mean, if Jesus did it, that's right. I really need to do it. If Jesus started with prayer, and we talked about that example uh, a few weeks Mm -hmm. back in our first, um, our first series or sermon on this topic. Uh, But the reality is just like it was so important that even Jesus had to align himself with the Father before he stepped out and did what he was going to do next. And like he did that continually. Like that wasn't a one and done thing. He did that multiple times. Well, and I think it's also setting that posture of humility. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that's what I try to do every morning at some point of just like getting my perspective back into like what God has in Mm -hmm. store and like humbling myself of, okay, this isn't my day. This is the Lord's day. And he has it designed of who I'm going to come in contact with, like all these different things. But if I don't first start my day with that posture of it's not about me, it's about how I can glorify and praise God Mm -hmm. in today, then I'm going to go about my whole day of what I want to do instead of what God has in store. Yeah. The centering of it's not my will, but it's God's will. Like We we pray that sometimes, like not my will, but your will be done Mm -hmm. or however we want to say that. But then we don't pray or we don't think about it. And the first thing we do is launch in to doing what our will is. And like, and even in trying to help people, we do that, right? Like we're like, oh, I I know exactly how I'm going to help people today, or I know Mm -hmm. who I'm going to interact with. And we don't even invite God into that conversation sometimes when in reality, the conversation should be starting with God because that's what gives it power 
that's who, you know, how we're going to be directed to the people that we should be interacting with. Well, and I think it's amazing. Well, yeah, first off, if I was doing just what I wanted to do every day, I would just like sit around, yeah. watch TV, you know, Netflix. like Netflix, we're at Chicago <laughs> Fire. Michael and I are starting to watch Chicago Fire <laughs> and we're obsessed with it. But like, I don't know, I think it's amazing the days that I do like truly ask God to like be at work in me that day and to like form my day of what he wants it like Mm -hmm. he always answers that prayer and like there's always something amazing that I never would have even thought of to happen but like we have to ask God for that and to be looking for that after we you know ask him well yeah because the reality of that what you just said too is if we're asking God to show us then we're also doing a much better job of looking right yes like we're we're more aware of our surroundings and Mm -hmm. we're more aware of the promptings that we might get from God because we've actually started in that place as opposed to like completely missing the boat because we haven't started with God. Yes. And so he could be nudging us or prompting us and we're just like, ah, oh, I didn't even notice he was doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's because we're just going about doing what we want to do all yes. the time. Well, I think it's a surviving instead of thriving, you know, okay. like there's days and maybe that sounds super cheesy, no, but I, it's true. Just, like there's some days I'm just... <laughs> I'm just trying to survive and get through my day into the next thing. But it's like those days that I truly do begin my day with prayer or before I'm meeting with somebody, if I pray, you know, have some dedicated time to pray before I go meet with that person, that's when like there is that thriving and Mm -hmm. so much good happens. And it's not me just trying to check the next thing off my list. Yeah, absolutely. So then my question for you then, so Mm -hmm. Suzanne, for those of you who don't know Suzanne and Michael, her husband, uh, they went from like a year and a half ago having it just the, being the two of them and they like had this nice open schedule, it's you know, <laughs> yes, you know, pre-kids, most of you will know that. And if you're single pre-kids, then you really like take, you take got, advantage of the time yes. you have. Right. Um, but you went from that. And then in the, the matter of what, 10, 12 months, you guys now have two kids in your home. Um, and, and so I guess the question would be, what does your prayer life look like now? Depressed? No, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> Not depressing. It's different. Um, that's yes. So we went from zero kids to having Matthew, welcoming Matthew into our home, mm-hmm. and then that next month is when I found out I was pregnant. So very quickly we went from zero kids to two kids. <laughs> that's right. And it was amazing, and it was all God's plan. So I'm so thankful for yeah. it. But it is so interesting how, and I've had to like really work on this because mm-hmm. I have always coveted my prayer time with the Lord and like having my daily devotion, you know, having like 30 to 45 minutes, like with the Lord uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. And now with my sweet, precious boys, (laughs) it looks a little different. So um, 30 to 45 minutes is much harder to come by. Yes. Now it's like 30 to 45 seconds. That's right. That's right. No, it's it's interesting because I had a really hard time with it at first Mm -hmm. because I was so used to having all this time and to like have my prayer journal. But I think being in that season, I really learned a lot of great tools that has helped me now. Mm -hmm. And God is truly teaching me how it's, I mean, the season that we're in, it's just going to look a little different for right now. And that's okay. And I need to be okay with that too. And not wanting all that time. So yeah, now it looks a little different. Um, I go in seasons of trying to wake up, you know, a lot earlier before Wit. Wit's our seven month old. And then Matthew is our six year old. So I'll try to like quietly go in the kitchen and like turn the coffee pot on. And not even that much for Wit, but Matthew, it's like 
if he senses that I'm awake, he is running into the kitchen with his little stuffed animal. (laughs) He's a little stuffed animal boy that always has his wild is like one of the dog's names and he'll have that. But what I've learned is that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. so I've just started to invite Matthew to like sit with me and like, we'll read the Bible together or like, we'll pray together. Mm -hmm. And that's been really neat. So it's very different, but also, I'm still trying to find little minutes throughout the day that I can write and, you know, like sit mm-hmm. in the presence of the Lord. Maybe it's driving to work, you yeah. know, like you've just, yes, it's a little more chaotic it, now, yeah, but I'm sure. it's well, just I different. Love, I love when you started that, like what you talked about right there was marrying like your current um, prayer life with like this idea of your responsibility that you have to raise up your children mm-hmm. and to disciple them. Yes. And so it's while... For you personally, it may not seem like, oh, I'm this is super valuable or I'm spending a lot of time, you know, 45 minutes, just me and God. Mm-hmm. The reality is if you're spending 15 of those minutes with you and Matthew and God and you're and you're showing him the importance of praying and reading his Bible and all of those things, like that's a really good, valuable 15 yes. minutes. And it's just hard for us to view it that way mm-hmm. because we're like, yeah, but it's not. It's not valuable in the way that I'm used to. Yes. Like I'm used to mine. And like in light of eternity, yes, this is Mm -hmm. awesome that I can bring that we have Matthew that I can bring alongside. So it has been a little bit of a shift that I've had to learn because I was very, you know, I mean, it's tough and I'm so thankful for them. I'm not saying that, but I've had to, my relationship with prayer and like with the Lord has just been a little different. But with that being said, I've still figured out creative ways to sit in the presence of the Lord and to write out, you know, because yeah. sometimes my brain is mush. So it's mm-hmm. better for me to write out my prayers so that I'm like making sense and yeah. being able to really hear from what God yeah. is saying. Now, some of you listening to this right now have three or four <laughs> kids and they're in the stage of life where you have like multiple youth sports or middle school or high school sports. And I think like that last point Suzanne just made is so good is figuring out how it works, like Mm -hmm. what works best, how are you going to make that work? Um, I know even just with Mia, uh, our life has gotten a little bit more chaotic. And so like praying in the car has been a huge part Mm -hmm. of how I've started praying more frequently is like even driving to or from work or whatever that looks like. If I get 10, 15 minutes in the car, Mm -hmm. instead of listening to a podcast like you're doing now, or (laughs) still listen to this this podcast and then turn it off and pray. Yes. Um, (laughs) Or listen to music because I like, I love, you know, jamming to music with the windows down. I know that's corny. What Um, kind of music, Marcus? I don't want to talk about EDM. Um, (laughs) But as you're driving, like instead of spending those times being like, hey, you know what? I have 10, 15 minutes here where I know I'm going to be alone. Like I'm in this car. I know that this is great uninterrupted time. And so Mm -hmm. like I'm going to be still and I'm actually going to use this time to pray, which I think is really valuable. And like that looks different for every person. Some people have more of that. Some people have to find it in different ways, especially if you have a ton of stuff going on with your kids. Um, or your family members, or work. Uh, But finding that time, I think, is of the utmost importance. Well, and I think it's too, like, realizing the priority that you have to pray. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it's just a few minutes, yes, I don't have my super long prayer time right now, the season that we are in, but just knowing, hey, I need to just take a few minutes to pray. You know, like, it doesn't have to be some crazy spiritual thing. I mean, it is spiritual because you're speaking to the Lord. Yeah. But like he, I mean, he just wants to hear from you. And then for you just to get that in light of like, I don't know, that godly perspective. And, yeah. you know, what we're talking about now with the blessed rhythms of like 
praying to see who God puts on your heart. Like, that's I think right. that's important of just asking God, who is it today? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and I think for many of us, as we enter into stressful days, so you said that thing earlier about surviving versus thriving. Usually mm-hmm. my survive days are days that are really stressful because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on. Um, or there's like a lot of conversations that I have to have. Maybe there's one in particular that I'm really not looking forward yes. to. Mm-hmm. But the reality in that situation is like, that's when it's most important. I mean, it's always important, but it's most important in that moment to invite God into that because how else are you going to manage that stress or anxiety? Yes. If we try to do that on our own, but we need to stop and be like, all right, God, I'm, I'm entering into a really difficult conversation. It's giving me uh, anxiety and it's producing stress and I don't know how this is going to go. Uh, and so I really need you to be a part of this with me. Like, I need you to calm my nerves. I need you uh, to give me the right words to speak. And mm-hmm. like, that's a part of the blessed rhythm. Yes. Because having a good conversation when it could have been a hard one can also lead to relationship. It can lead to conversation. Like, it can lead to all these things that eventually open the door to share more of Jesus with mm-hmm. people. Um, and so that's why it's just vitally important to start there with, yes. with prayer. Well, and again, it's not focused on yourself. It's focused on Christ. That's right. And like for, you know, what he's called you to do. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Suzanne, that's a whole lot of good reasons for why we should start with prayer (laughs) or what it looks like in our stages of life. Uh, But I also want to ask you uh, a few practical ways that we can be better about beginning with prayer. And so like, I'll give you an example and hopefully I'm not stealing one of your ways. But a few weeks ago when Rusty taught on this, one of the things he said was when your feet hit the ground in the morning, those first five minutes, Mm -hmm. just pray. Or right before you go to bed, before you pull your feet up into bed, sit there and pray. Like that's a really cool, practical, tangible way to think about, I can do that. When my feet hit the ground, I can pray. Mm -hmm. Um, But what are some good practical ways that we can practice prayer? Yes. Yeah, I think one thing that I do every morning Right after I hit the first snooze button, I, <laughs> I'm laying in bed because yeah. I don't want to get up. I don't even want my feet to hit the floor yeah. yet. Yeah. But I'm laying there, and that's kind of when I like usually will just have a little prayer of like, Lord, I surrender this day to you. Okay. Like, be at work in me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's always a good like first step. But I think too, like, we have to kind of have a plan. Yeah. And if you don't have a plan, then you're never you're gonna say, Oh, I'm gonna do this, but you're not going to. Yeah. So I think trying to look at your schedules and again, every day, like my days look different. So mm-hmm. there's some days that I plan to have a prayer, you know, like later. Yeah. But just kind of Going ahead and setting up a, like five minutes, mm-hmm. I'm going to spend this time that I have in praying, you know, praying, and then also just preparing your heart for that. Yeah. And one thing that I learned a few years ago was just the value, and it's so special to just write your prayers down mm-hmm. um, so that you can go back. And like I date all my prayers mm-hmm. and like my little journaling. And it's been so neat to be able to go back and see how God has answered those prayers. And yeah. with that, with the blessed rhythms, you know, we're talking about blessing people. So like I'll spend a little bit of time just pray like praising God mm-hmm. and thanking him for this day, those kind of things. Yeah. And then I'll also take some time to just be quiet and still. But I have that sheet of paper and pen ready to write down somebody's name that mm-hmm. the Lord may put on my heart. Yeah. Um so. Well, that, yeah, and that's always a good thing is, is to be aware that, like, God's also speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about this, too. Yes. We spend a lot of time, sometimes we spend way more time talking to God than we do listening to Him. Uh, and if we want God uh, to speak in our lives, then eventually we're going to have to be quiet or be still yes. and listen to Him. And so that's important for us to remember 
Um, I think another really good way that we can do this practically in our lives is uh, for those of you who live in neighborhoods or that have, you know, people around you that you kind of know, families, um, just praying over those families. Like mm-hmm. it's something as simple as when you're driving into your neighborhood, thinking about like if you notice something different in someone's home or, or maybe sometimes um, those when people have new babies or something, they'll hang the, the balloons on the mailbox. Yeah. And so that's like, yeah, like that's a great opportunity to just be like, hey, I should pray for that family. Like mm-hmm. they just had a, a new child or or, you know, maybe something's going on at someone's house because, you know, that those neighbors uh, but praying for your neighbors as you come and go from your neighborhood, mm-hmm. that's a really good, easy, practical way to be like, God, I pray that, you know, you would be at work in their lives um, and also that you would give me opportunities um, to show who you are to them, yes. like to shine your light wherever they're that darkness is in their lives. Yeah. I mean, I think just praying for the people right beside you or in front of you is, Mm -hmm. or behind you. Um, I mean, that's how our neighborhood, we know most of our people in our little area. And I mean, sometimes Mr. Ron, he's out cutting the grass or he does a lot of like woodworking stuff in the garage. And I'll like, if I see him out there, then I'll take that time to pray for him. You know? So, I mean, I think there's some things of like having pointed prayer for specific people, Mm -hmm. but then also like we said, like it's a conversation. When you're praying, it shouldn't just be a one-way thing. Like you yeah. should be listening to the Lord also because it's a relationship and Absolutely. he wants to speak to you. So I think when you get those nudges of like a certain person comes to your heart or like during your prayer, don't think, oh man, why did I just think of that? I need to be still. But like, no, that's probably God telling you to go ahead and like pray for that person mm-hmm. or reach out to that person. I've had that experience of just being there in prayer, and this one person came into my mind right then. Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote down that person's name, and I procrastinated <laughs> and didn't reach out to her right then. But, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, that's real life. We're, we're honest here. Um, <laughs> but then later that day, because I had written her name down, I remembered again, like, oh, man, I really need to reach out to her. Mm-hmm. There was actually, like, a psalm that I had kind of read throughout that morning, too. Yeah. So I ended up just texting her. And just said, hey, you've been on my mind. I just wanted to share this with you. And it was really neat. Like she, they were having a doctor's appointment like right then Mm -hmm. that I was able to like then we were able to start that conversation. So it was trusting that like, oh, God just had this person pop in my head, not because I'm distracted, but because he put that person there for me to reach out to. Yeah, there's a reason. Yes. And even if that story, so even if it doesn't something really cool like that doesn't happen. Mm Mm-hmm. The reality is you're still sharing with people that you care about them and that you're thinking about them when you text them. So even if you text them and they're not going through something Mm -hmm. or like they're not trying to open up, you can just I mean, the reality is, hey, I just built that relationship a little bit better today because they knew I was thinking about them and I took the time to reach out. That happened to me just yesterday. I reached out to a woman who was on my heart Mm -hmm. and there's nothing going on, but it was just, hey, sweet friend, love you. You know, and it was just a little bit of encouragement. Now, guys. If you don't want to say, hey, sweet friend, that's okay. <laughs> like, I don't start my text that way either or messages. I, I I've don't seen usually... some of yours in Michael's text. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sweet buddy. Hey, bud. How you uh, doing? Yeah, I don't normally do that. Been thinking yeah. about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like, what's up, man? How are you? You know? Yeah, you can make it more masculine if that's you're manly right. that's and right. all. I put my I put my lower voice on for my text oh, yeah. messages. So don't use as many emojis. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, well, this has been good talking to you this morning, Suzanne. Um, for those of you who are listening, 
uh, just know that like prayer is something that we're always working through. Yes. Um, so there, it's never like a finished process. Don't feel bad if you're not where you want to be in your prayer life. Like we all want to be better in certain areas, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all want there to be more of that uh, in our lives. And so just pursuing that is important, but don't be discouraged if you're not where you want to be or you hear this and you're like, man, I just, I'm just not there yet. Uh, just, just practice one day at a yes. time is what's important. And if we don't practice this skill, uh, or this rhythm in our life, then it's never going to get better. But mm-hmm. we got to start somewhere. Yes. One, two things just from what you're saying right there. It just made me think sometimes you may not know like what words to even begin in prayer. And I think that's okay. You can come to the Lord and just say, God, I don't know who or what I'm supposed to be praying mm-hmm. for, but Lord, I'm here, you yeah. know, and just leave it at that. Yeah. And then also find someone who can hold you accountable, like mm-hmm. someone else who wants to begin to truly live into these blessed w- rhythms. You know, maybe it's your spouse, maybe yeah. it's a friend, maybe it's a mint, like someone that can also come alongside you and y'all can together encourage each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, wherever you guys are at today, uh, just know that we're thinking about you and we're praying for you guys as you're out there uh, being the hands and feet of Jesus. We appreciate you guys spending some time to tune in with us uh, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, know that we're here for you. We care for you. Um, but more importantly, that Jesus loves you and he's here for you and cares for you. Yes. Uh, but before we go this morning, Suzanne, would you like to close us in prayer? I would love to end us in prayer since there we, we are talking about beginning since with Since we're talking about yes. it. Yes. All right. Let me pray. God, thank you so much for um, just this time to be devoted to talking about what it means to truly begin in prayer, Father. And I just pray for anyone and everyone who is listening right now, Lord, that they will just be encouraged um, that and challenged, Father, and know that it is possible, Father. We just need to take that posture and begin a plan, Father, to just be devoted to seeking you and seeking your plan first for our lives, Father, and then you will take it from there, Father. So I'm just so excited for us to continue to learn more about the blessed rhythms and truly live into your calling for us every single day. Lord, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for tuning in with us, and we will see you at the next one. Bye, guys.